This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to The Church Boys Free Fall Q&A. Hey, it's Billy Hollowell here with The Church Boys, and Chris and I have actor Stephen Baldwin on the line. How are you doing today? Doing very well, thanks. So it's been a while since you and I um, have chatted. I forgot what the last project was you were working on. We had you down at The Blaze, but I'm happy to have you back. You have a new film that released yesterday um, on DVD. It's called God's Club. Take me through this. Tell me a little bit about the film. Uh, It's the story of uh, a dad who is a teacher, and tragically he loses a family member. uh, And that family member was very inspired and motivated for their daughter at their daughter's high school to implement a Bible study, but as a club, as like a after-school activity. So like there would be any other club, a math club, this and that. So the film goes into the obstacles uh, and conflicts that my character experiences with my daughter, who's played by an amazing young actress named Bridget Alba. I going to be a big star. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it's just all about how I, you know, come into a lot of opposition with uh, another terrific actor, Lorenzo Lamas, and then how I'm supported in all of that by another friend, school teacher, the fabulous Corbin Burnson. Um, and it's, it's, it's really just about, for me, the movie reflects on and touches upon the seriousness of separation of church and state, which in the film, I have this one kind of cool line where I say, well, you know, when they created the law for separation of church and state, it was never intended to become a separation from God, which is true. A lot of people don't know that. Um, and then, uh, for me, it's 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 a daddy-daughter inspiring stand-up for what you believe in and don't be afraid. I love it. That's great. And I know that, yeah, to the point you just spoke to, obviously we see a lot of these cases pop up. Um, and there have been a lot of movies, God's Not Dead. I mean, the last couple of years we've seen the faith movie, as you know, um, industry just sort of explode. I guess a question for you, because you've done so many movies um, over the years, Is it hard ever um, to sort of say, okay, well, I want to do that movie. I don't want to do that one. You know, when it comes to the faith movies, what sort of attracts you most to them? Because there's so many coming out when it comes to picking a role. You know, how do you kind of narrow it down? Well, my uh, criteria is a little strange. Um, (laughs) uh, Now that I've teed that up, um, I like to get to know the filmmakers because there's a lot of people with great ideas, but they just, they don't have the experience in making films. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time, if I like the script and the team that's come together, uh, you know, is like-minded and motivated to really want to make a quality piece of content, then I partner with them in, in, in many ways to collaborate on the shooting and the direction and the, you know, things like that beyond just normal acting and, you know, improving upon the script. So, I think that people underestimate the power of little movies. Uh, God's Club is a perfect example. Uh, uh, Jack and Joe Nasser have a company out in Los Angeles called Nasser Entertainment. These guys are now just breaking into the faith base themselves. Uh, 
young director uh, on this picture. Uh, but these guys were smart enough to bring like a Corbin and a Lorenzo and cast it with people that are going to be able to bring some visibility to it. But that movie now, for the same reason you just said, Billy, these films now are exploding in their distribution capability and their awareness on social networking. So the idea of creating a piece of quality content that stands up for what I believe and what I live and breathe each and every day, uh, I've been very blessed. I've been a part of a lot of wonderful films, but for me going forward, it's, it's kind of like a legacy thing. Like, what do I want to leave this world with? Is it going to be just pure entertainment or is it going to be entertainment that has a message that can live on and bless others? And, and that's my, my goal. I love it. And, you know, one thing that has fascinated me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, you know, sort of transitioning to talk about politics because that's what everybody is, is talking about right now. Over the, the years... The worst transition ever, <laughs> Billy. I'm like, we're just going to go, go into this. Let's hey, just do it. Let's Billy, just jump Billy, in. Billy, we, we, do, you, do I need to play your transition music? Yes, do it. Do you okay, have here. it queued up? Yeah, here we go. Ready? There we go. <laughs> that's, our awkward that's, that's our awkward transition music. There you go. Awkward. I'm, I'm like the king of awkward transitions. So because I've got to, I have to ask you this. And I know the last time we, we did an interview, we talked about this over the years, sort of how you've handled politics. And I think you've taken a really measured approach to politics in the last couple of years. Um, and it's tough for celebrities who are out there saying what they believe about things. Um, but when it comes to Donald Trump, you you were an early supporter, as far as I know. I remember last year seeing you say a number of things about Trump. You've worked with Donald Trump. Um, and before we get into the support element of it, um, you've been on The Apprentice. Uh, you were on Celebrity Apprentice twice, right? Uh, yes, I am one of the few people who has been fired twice <laughs> by the soon-to-be President Trump. The um, and uh, listen, it, for me... Uh, you know, I did a radio show for a while myself, and, we, you know, we got into all that type of stuff and politics and all these hot buttons and hot issues and all this. And to be honest, my heart really in the Christian film is to utilize them for, you know, outreach ministry purposes and to communicate the gospel and our faith. Um, so I just like you said, that's kind of cool you said that, Billy, that in the last couple of years you noticed that I've kind of pulled back from that because I've just kind of understood that everything's so polarized now. Everything's, you know, uh, so freaky in that sense where people are so, you know, uh, upset, you know, energized, motivated to want to defend their point of view. And now they have these platforms to do it, you know, uh, through social networking. And I just feel like with all the Christian and charity and humanitarian work I want to do, I've, it's one of these things where I've said to myself, what's more important to really have to go out with a megaphone and a, 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 a blowhorn here and say, this is what I think about politics and separation of church and state and, you know, uh, gay marriage and all this. You know, what I've learned is everybody's going to have their opinion and everybody's going to do what they, they want to do. And that coupled with how the media just spins stuff, no matter what you say now, uh, into something else that you didn't mean for it to, to be, you know, hello, Trump. Um, 
but I just say that because now if somebody asks my opinion, I'll give it. If uh, in a media situation or an interview like this, I'll give it. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to give my opinion. I just have stepped back from making myself available to share that opinion as much because I'm, I'm more interested in uh, having a more clear channel of communication and the ability to do that when it comes to my Christian work, charity work, and humanitarian work. So with that in mind, and, and yeah, I think I think that's actually really smart, and, and that has definitely shown through. When it comes to Donald Trump, having worked with him, knowing Donald Trump obviously pretty well, having been on, on the show twice, what are some of the things, like what, what is something you'd want people to know about him, some attributes maybe about him, some things you've observed, um, I, whatever you want to share that, that maybe isn't out there about the public perception of, of Donald Trump? Well, um, the first thing would be, uh, I think it's refreshing that he messes it up sometimes. Um, I think this whole notion of Donald Trump uh, not being PC, politically correct, blah, 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 which is now already blown out of portion, you know, that whole idea. I like Donald Trump because, and I said this to Don Lemon on CNN a week before the first Republican uh, national debate. I said, I like Donald Trump as a man. Uh, I like Donald Trump potentially as a president because he doesn't care what you think. Not he doesn't care what you think, like he's going to ignore your opinion. He's running for president. He wants what's best for the country and the people. He's just not going to compromise. And I'm, I'm going to say something that I don't care myself if it gets quoted after this interview. Um, all these other guys, God bless them. A couple of them are Christians. Some of them have certain values and perceptions, et cetera, et cetera. They're politicians. And I believe, in my opinion, the one guy that will really do his very best to do what he says he's going to do without compromise, without getting into Washington, D.C. later on and then saying, oh, well, you know, I couldn't this and I had to come back over here and I had to cross the aisle and I had. This guy's not going to compromise. He really has lived the American dream. He's blessed. He's got a family of uh, ex-wives and children, etc. They all get along. They all love each other. They're all working hard together. Donald Trump is more regular Joe and probably enjoys hanging out playing chess with his son, Baron, and, and just being a dad and being a regular person. Sure, he's a billionaire, but I find the guy to be, regardless of how brash he is, regardless of how much he plays the Trump card, so to speak, that is his brand of aggressiveness and things like that, that's just who he is as a businessman. That's who he has now figured out who he needs to be in order to say the right things. Sometimes he says the wrong things or says things the wrong way. But in my opinion, you see that 40% of undecided voters and a whole lot of other voters that you would never expect are now rallying behind this guy because he's refreshing, 
He's uncompromising. He's not politically correct. And they trust that he's actually going to get in there and make America great again. So let me let me follow that. Let me follow that up real quickly, Stephen, because I think that a lot of those things, same things could be said about, well, frankly, me or except for the ex-wives thing or or, or you. And I would say that <clears throat> nobody with any sense at all would vote for me for president. Uh, even That's though the for things, sure. <laughs> even though the things <laughs> I say might be refreshing or not PC or the fact that I don't compromise. And listen, I worked on in the Senate for four years for the leadership, and I understand the evil of the compromises that happen there. I, I have a very unique and different <laughs> understanding of what actually goes on there. But let me just say, those qualities that you mentioned, I think, are refreshing and admirable qualities that a lot of people are attracted to. But those are qualities that a lot of people that we like and admire, including you, have. What, what though, would you say beyond those things are the reasons that you support Trump? Uh, beyond those reasons, uh, I think this guy is smart enough to have taken his brand, his company, and his success and multiplied it beyond uh what he stepped into from his dad, et cetera, et cetera. And people would debate that about what was good, what was bad, you know, sure. things he's done corporately with his business, you know, et cetera, et cetera. The guy is a billionaire. You have to be pretty smart to make a billion dollars. Yeah. I don't care who sure. it is. Sure. You got to be pretty smart. I believe Trump is smart enough. If he wins to be the quarterback to put the right team around him to really do the things he believes will improve the current status of this country. So what what are the top what are the top couple issues for you that you say Donald Trump can address those issues and here's why. I'm going to circle back to that in a second and just say this. I was at the National Prayer Breakfast recently. And a friend of mine came up to me, he's an old buddy, who said to me, I, I heard you're supporting Trump. Let me lay hands on you and <laughs> deliver you from this decision and blah, 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 blah. And I turned around, and this is what I said to the guy. There's Pentecostals <laughs> there at the prayer uh -oh, look out. Exactly. <laughs> and, and this isn't the only motivation. I'm going to answer your question in a second. Okay. But this is the one thing I said to this guy when he was finished. I looked at him, I said, are you done? He goes, yes. I go, do you want to win? Uh. I said, do you want to win? Because let me tell you something. Trump, in my opinion, is the only guy that can stop Hillary, et cetera, et cetera, and the machine and the money and what they're doing with, you know, the delegates and all this kind of, the games that the Clintons will play in politics, which everyone knows they are ruthless, ruthless. I think Donald Trump, all things considered, is the only guy that can win and beat that element, hmm. first and foremost. And then coming back to what you asked me a minute ago, Again, it just gets back to, I think there's the Trump you see publicly, who is this very aggressive guy who comes across, you know, uh, uh, uncomfortably arrogant or this or that. I don't think that's who he is. I think that's part of the strategy that he implements in business and what he does to succeed, et cetera, et cetera, underneath it. 
I really think he's just a family guy who is trying to do what's best for him, his business, and his family, et cetera, et cetera. I think he's more down to earth than people realize, but he's what got him here is to be that tough Trump guy from Apprentice, et cetera, et cetera. And now he's trying to, uh, let's say, parlay that or translate that into a presidency. And I think that's admirable. Okay. Well, so one one of the things that he's gotten a lot of a lot of flack for, and I wanted to ask you about this. And, and obviously, you look. I mean, a lot of evangelicals are supporting him, and that's confusing a lot of people. And they'll say, "Well, this doesn't make sense. He's been divorced three times. He's he was pro-choice a few years ago. Now he's pro-life." And they'll go down the list of things that they say. Well, he was a Democrat for years, and now he's a Republican. How would you respond to those kinds of critiques that people have of him? Um, I would say that in that creepy conspiratorial way people have suggested that he's doing this to manipulate the vote so that you know this can happen that can help and change the outcome etc um i'm i'm not going to speak to what mr trump's personal experience and past has been regarding his christian faith he says he's a christian i believe with the exception personally of what has transpired in his life uh, with previous marriages and th- that's none of my business. You know, I, I, who knows where he was in his walk of faith at those times and what his understanding was at those times, etc. Who is he now? He's a guy that says, I'm a Protestant and this is what I believe. And I, I am who I am and love me or leave me. And right now a, a majority of the people are loving him. Well, it's going to be hard to make marriage an issue in a general election if he's the candidate when you have Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton running together, essentially. You know, people are going to say, well, look, you know, what went on on the other side. And, and these things are personal issues, which were the arguments people made back in the day when, when some of the Clinton stuff was going on. And um, But have you talked to Donald Trump since his announcement uh, last year? Not directly, no. Um, but uh, through through people that he works with, uh uh, I, I, I've had certain communication uh, about how I'd like to support him and things like that, and it's exciting. I've, I've already been asked to, to go out on the campaign trail and things like that, and as I said to you before, Billy, I'm thinking about that. I'm trying to decide what's best for me uh, ministry-wise and things like that, because again, it's so polarized and people you know, are so misinformed about what's real and what the truth is. Uh, I'm kind of calibrating all of that right now, but I think I'm, you know, it, it, for me, it would be, uh, uh, an honor in my opinion, uh, to be able to get out there and, and support Mr. Trump, uh, again, just because I think he's the guy that really can start making changes back in another direction, particularly for the economy, which in my opinion is hurting people in this country more than anything. Mm. It's what's happening with the economy for multiple reasons, Obamacare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I, I'm looking forward to uh, doing what I can. Well, listen, Chris, do you have any other questions? I, I'm sad. I've enjoyed this. I, Stephen, I, 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 thank it's you a for good... taking the time. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And Stephen, you got it. You have to promise you'll come back again on the show. We have to get dinner at some point. You have to promise to both of those things, or at least the first one. Okay. And uh, the number I called was a nine one four. So my question is, where are you guys? 
<laughs> well, I I am in I am in Westchester, and in fact, my wonderful co-host Chris, tell him where you are. I'm in Washington State. Okay, wonderful. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming out. We appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much. Hey. Blessings to you and your families. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank you very much.